Interwebs. All right, you ready, boys? Is it, is it me? I'm, I'm causing the problems, am I? It looks it. It does look like it, yeah. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. You got some lag, bro. <laughs> it's also freezing at the worst time as well, so. Uh, yeah, that's brilliant. I have, uh. I got very few notes for tonight's show. Rep. All right, do, do, should we just get into it and then we'll, we'll, get, we'll get cracking or what? We'll get into it. All right. Been running for a while anyway. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the uh, COVID issue <laughs> of, uh, yeah, beer and that, I guess, the isolation issue. Uh, Probably most... one of many issues, I reckon, we're going to be I, having. We've got a couple of these. Now, this one's on Skype, so it looks a bit... Horrendous, but we're after this. It, as long as everything keeps going the way it is going, we'll, we'll move to Discord and make it look a bit better for all of you. Um, most two-bit podcasts, boys, with uh, you know minimal listeners slash viewers would have probably packed it in, but no, not us. Mm. We are we're doing our best to scrap together one hour of uh, tripe to. Uh, <laughs> Entertain the rest of you. <laughs> so uh, we're missing Simo tonight too, guys. He is on call, unfortunately. So um, essential service he's offering. Fake news. That's what he's offering. Yeah. Um, so this this episode we got uh, a bit of what what do we got, duds? Uh, what type of beer are we uh, we looking into this episode? Right. So we've said before that we're going to try to cover all different regions over the 12 episodes we're doing for the year. And this is, we're already repeating. So this is another Belgian episode. So we did the double, I think in episode two, we are doing wit beer tonight. So this is our second Belgian themed podcast. So yeah. Luke, you're actually from Belgium, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Luke's. To, uh, to stream with us tonight, so <laughs> he's got his resolution set to 120 by out. eight. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get booted. Yeah. Jamie's stealing all my internet. Who is Jamiroquai? Jamie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, streaming shows. Tell her to shut it off for now. This is important. This is, it's very important because what we're going to do tonight is we are going to uh, go through the recipe for the wit beer, what Mike brewed or what Luke brewed? Who's, whose recipe was it? Mike. Uh, Mike's oh, recipe. I brewed it, but it was, it was Luke's idea or Luke's sort of gave me the recipe. So it's, it's one of my, one of my forties. Now, I apologize boys as well. I'm looking for, for you watching at home. Uh, I guess I, I keep looking to my left, uh, that I've got my little Twitch setup going. I was actually watching Juz Cook just before. He's he's building some wicked thing on uh, on Twitch for uh, Carl. So I, I'm looking left, or uh, and I should be looking dead ahead. That's my like setup. But this is my yeah yeah. So these boys are going to be uh, doing a lot better at uh, for the visuals at home. But hopefully the audio still comes through. So um, if you want to uh, yeah, segment two. Sorry guys, we got uh, a commercial equivalent, and um, segment three we've just got our name that beer guessing game. I guess uh, I'm really looking forward to that one because that one is uh, 
the beer what I got you boys. Um, so, Mike, if you wouldn't mind kicking us off with uh, Recipe and Brew Day, dude. Right. So, um, yeah, like we said before, this was one that uh, Luke handled in my direction for uh, one of his BJCP Challenge beers. So that was our um, – I think we've said it before, but we're all going to work through the 120 beers in the BJCP style guidelines. So this is, I think, maybe number two or three for you, Luke, is it? Yeah. Um, I, was there, I was there for the Brew Day Cat one, wasn't I? Possibly. No one? I, yeah. I was there. Some of it at least, anyway. Mm. Or, anyway, but, the... Uh... Yeah. Anyway, I least my third from the BGP challenge we're doing. Yep. <laughs> I got, like, half of those syllables, yeah, but I, I still knew what you were trying to say. <laughs> I got <laughs> third from BP. Brilliant, mate. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, let's just jump into the... Uh... Into the recipe. Then, you, guys, so. you guys are cutting out for me as well, so obviously this is mine. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. That's right, dude. We'll stick and stay and make it pay. All right, that's how we do it here. Um, yeah. Recipe, uh, dude. I want some tasting notes for this. This is smelling absolutely amazing off the air. Is this bottle conditioned, by the way? Because I didn't pour it. Uh, uh, no, this is off the keg. This one. Lovely, because I, I poured it like a keg. I know, I know you normally do keg, uh, keg fill. Uh, yep. I just poured it like an asshole if it was a bottle conditioned beer. That's all. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll go through the recipe. Is about so we did a twenty-three liter batch. We did forty-two percent flaked wheat, forty-six percent pilsner, ten percent oats, and. 2% Munich malt. So, bit of a spread there. I think normally you want to get a bit more unmalted wheat in there, but I guess we're getting it from the, uh, the more of the mouthfeel component from the flaked oats. So, um, and a little bit of that specialty malt in Munich, just sort of break up the monotony of using uh, wheat and pilsner, I guess. Um, did a step mash starting from 50 degrees, slowly climbed up to 68 for an hour, uh, 90 minute boil. Uh, the only hops we used were pretty early on. 45 minute additions of Halatau and Tetnang. Um, Lovely German noble hops there. Mm-hmm. Then we, at the five minute point <clears throat> of the boil, five minutes ago, we chucked in 50 grams worth of orange and lime zest. I don't know, Luke, do you know what the rough split was of that 50 grams? Was it about 25 of each, you reckon? Uh, it was definitely more orange. I reckon it was probably oh. thirds orange, one third lime. So. Right. Okay. So 50 gram total of citrus zest, regardless. Then yeah. 15 grams coriander seed. And just for good luck, we chucked in a tea bag of chamomile tea just for that last uh, little steep of the boil. Excuse um, you. What is it? What's, what's that supposed to do? Um, it's just another sort of... It's uh, chamomile in yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Thanks for answering that, Luke. Um, <laughs> so I want we'll some chamomile in it. Is that typical of a wit beer to have a um, chamomile It does suggest in the guidelines a bunch of herbs that you can use, but granted, I think we were trying to limit it because we've done a few beers before. I think the Christmas beer is a good example, and we've kind of gone over the top and sort of hammered it with... Uh, all sorts of stuff. So I feel this is a little bit more dialed in and we're not trying to like put too much in it. Also with the um for men, we just stuck with uh M twenty one, Mangrove Jack's dry yeast. 
and we did that relatively cool by Belgian standards because I remember. That just sorry, was that just a Belgian ale yeast or something? Yeah, it's the Belgian wet beer M twenty one. Belgian wet beer. It's actually okay, just uh, actual wet beer yeast. Yep. Yep. Um, I think one of the brew day notes as well. We we're just on the cusp of you know how sometimes for a higher gravity they suggest using two packets. We just stuck with one because it was like. 1046 OG, and they normally suggest you know over 1050, but it will get into it a little bit later. But uh, 20 degree ferment for the most part, and kind of just ramped it up to 22 for the last couple of days. So we've hit the guidelines for the initial gravity, but we probably ended up a little bit high on the final gravity. So that's kind of where we were thinking maybe it could have done with a bit more yeast, even though we left it for two weeks. It uh I guess it's kind of outside the guidelines for a wet beer. Just on alcohol percentage? Yeah. Yeah. On gravity, so. What did this end up at? Percentage? Uh, no, I haven't said it yet. This ended up... I'm going to have to figure this out real quick. 10.46 down to... I reckon... About 4.1, I reckon. 4.2, where the cutoff's okay. four and a half. Okay. Oh, so not by much, man. Oh, like no, not, no, a, but... not a noticeable. It's not like yeah, calling a, a you know seven percent or a session beer or some shit. Like no, nah, not like that. It's um, yeah. Trust me, it's something. It's something like Luke and I would get hung up on because it's like just the intricate little detail. But um, yeah, the minutia. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Um... I mean, uh, like Luke. I've, I've, me and Luke were actually having a chat just before you you got on, Mike, and uh, pounded it. And I was like, fucking hell, he's smacking that for a whip beer. And uh, I can fully understand why. I've, I've, <laughs> I've nailed half of this already. Just like, man, this is a crushable, like. How good is it? This, That's like, delicious. I want That's... that. Like, you know, I've got a couple of beers I, I want to keep on tap at my house. I've got like my, my pale ale that, Luke, you, you fed to your dad today. I've got my Martin. Yep. This is one I would want on one of my six taps. This exact. This reminds yeah. me. Uh, anyone who's listening from Adelaide, we have got a few Adelaideans. Uh, Belgian beer cash. If you've had the uh, the white, what is it? The uh, do you know they have the dark and the and the light of that same fucking style. Anyway, is it the Lefty? Could be the Lefty, dude. Duval. It's a bit more du- of a blonde than it is Duval a or something. yeah. They have a couple there. Anyway, this is like bang on. This reminds me of me yeah. supposed to be at work and I'm sitting at the Belgian beer cafe having a having a couple of pints and booking it to some maintenance. Yeah, so I reckon if we like just go from the recipe into tasting notes now, I'm kind of glad we fermented it a little bit cooler and we didn't smash it with um, coriander and all the other stuff. Because, yeah, like you said, it's very smashable. And low alcohol, I think, has also helped us out. Yeah, you got the balance right here as well. So it's like some Belgians, like the the five I gave you guys to try, that were absolute tippers. Um, oh, dude, do you realize if you showed that to anyone from Belgium, they would fucking cancel your passport or something and not let you into the country for uh, <laughs> calling that a Belgian beer? Yeah, I was a bit disappointed with myself in that one. That was uh... that's actually a bit of an overstatement. It's not that bad, but. Uh... No, but it's not a Belgian beer. Like, it was just a clovey, hoppy mess. Like, it was hot water that was, like, clovey. This is, like, this is silky in your mouth, even. It's not, it's not. Yeah. Um, like, I reckon the best part for me as well, because most 
of the beers I've been doing of late, at least the pale ones anyway, you can still see through. This is awesome. Like, this is, like, the right amount of haze and... That's really hard on your screen, actually. You've got the blur on, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not coming through with your... That's just an FYI. Sorry for... That, that was a very visual thing. Yeah, it's... um. I know what you mean. It's not a uh, not a clear beer. It's a lovely. Uh, there we go. Not, it's not so. hazy, but it's just uh, not see through. Mm. So yeah, what are you guys getting? I think even though it's about um, we reckon one third of the citrus is lime, it definitely dominates the flavour for me. Lime. I think it's just because it's that sort of flavour compared to the orange. You guys getting that as well? Or not really. You know what? I was getting citrus. If, yeah. if you didn't tell me it was lime, I uh, I wouldn't have picked it. Yeah, it's got that brightness that I think like the um, lemons and limes tend to have. Fucking Luke. (laughs) His face is just frozen at the moment. It's fucking the best thing ever. Luke, can I have your thoughts on the aroma, please? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Luke's actually um, transmitting from fucking Sri Lanka. So (laughs) Don't they have better internet there than Australia, though? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was great. Uh, Chris, are you, do you agree? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> you know what you sound like? You sound like a dial-up router. That's all I literally just heard you say. Oh, yeah. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> just a giggle was brilliant. Uh, you were perfect the other night. You were absolutely perfect. We did like a trial run to see if this yeah. would work. Not a trial run of an episode. We just chatted on this. And uh, Luke, we had this exact same conversation the other night, word for word. <laughs> oh man, it's brilliant. Now that yeah, so <clears throat> while Luke just stuff in Tanzania, um, the aroma is is that perfect like Belgian blonde, like. Yeah. It's that sweet, like bready, yeah. Yeah. Belgian. Like it's it is the Belgian beer calf to me. They, they serve three beers there, and this is one of them. Like this is perfect. Yeah. Do you know it's um when I taste it a little bit. You remember how you used to put like a lime wedge into a Corona, and you used to have that weird sort of yeah. aftertaste. I don't know if it's Dude, a good thing or a bad thing, but I get a little bit of that drinking this as well. So I don't get it as like that's like a real astringent. Like strong, like. But yeah, because you get like all the pith in the skin when you do that. But this is like, like it's more juicy. But this, yeah. yeah, you get a bit of a lime aftertaste, and I kind of associate that with drinking a Corona, which is fitting because of the virus thing, right? <laughs> yeah, like I know what you're talking about. It's just a very subtle, subtle version of that. I think. Um, like, yeah. appearance as well is perfect. It's that lovely yellowy. I'll try mm. fill the glass back up, but um, lovely yellowy, not clear. Like if any, if anything, I think the ones I'm, I'm going, only going to compare this to the Belgian beer calf because that's what I know. Uh, theirs are probably a bit lighter in color, but this is maybe a bit more yellow. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but pff, I don't care. Do you guys care? Like, no. I was going to say as well. I've um done a few beers with a higher amount or high proportion of wheat in them before and you know that cat pissy flavor you get when it's a bit too much 
Have you, like, have you really like, done that before, Chris? Or? In, India Pale Lager. Do you not remember that? How much wheat was that? I did that. That was... Oh, I don't really go above 15%. Okay, so this and even that was a lot. Uh, besides my ish Berliner Weiss, that was 64. Oh, yeah. 50, 50 or something. Yeah. Um, I don't get that in this though. No, I definitely suppose. not. It's it works really well. Nice and soft mouthfeel. Look, your screen's looking a lot better, by the way. It's working now. It looks like you've it's better. at least doubled your pixels. It's better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's three pixels now. Yeah. Oh, Instead of one and a half. Oh, he's gone! No, he's back, he's back. Um, Moving around too much. <laughs> oh, he's going to fucking end me this time. Um, yeah, we got head retention as like a, a top talking... I don't know what head. I need to do for you guys to fix this. Who cares? We're just having fun, mate. It's a... It's still good, man. Who cares? Um, The bubbles are like that lovely... I call it a cappuccino foam. Uh, I I don't know where I got that from. I don't know if that's correct or not to say that, but the lovely tight white bubbles on the top and it clings to to the glass. Like The carbonation is like perfect on this. I was a little bit worried because I had some of this off tap the other night and I had been... (laughs) keeping that pretty high pressure and it just kind of wasn't lingering as much. And when I did it in the keg, like when I bottled from the keg for you guys, I was a little bit worried it might not come out that great, but both of yours are looking pretty good. So, Dude, like, you know how hard it is to like properly bottle from a keg. And that was, when that popped, that's why I had to ask you. Like, I didn't think you'd bottle conditioned it, but... Yeah. That pop like a bottle conditioned beer. That's perfect. That was a really high level of carbonation, or not high, but you know enough to yeah. keep. You know, was that a liter? That's shit. That's a big bottle. Yeah, you got seven fifties, so you can yeah. make that last. That's um, almost gone. But... <laughs> yeah, mine's almost yeah. gone. <clears throat> I think yeah. Luke was Luke was just the bottling day that we put a little bit more dextrose in because we were aiming for higher um, carbonation, or have we not got to that point yet? No, that was for the Christmas ham beer we did the other day. I did this right. one on my own, for, and I ran out of dextrose. That's so right. I made so we got a couple of bottle bombs. Potential honey. Potential bottle bombs. Are they potential? So I had one today, and they got heaps of potential. <laughs> I opened one today and just about blew the cap off the like the. I've got the flip top lids and just about blew. <laughs> Just yeah, flip the metal thing off. Good. I'm just picturing him opening this bottle, right? Going boom. Then taking both the eyebrows just, off. <laughs> both thumbs just going dislocated. Uh, see if you guys yeah, ever had the, any, any um, bottles explode. Kitchen bench was covered in wheat beer, though. Yeah, oh, did, oh, and actually, it actually foamed up and went over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foam, uh, foamed, uh, foamed up. Yeah, it was like opening a bottle of champagne. Okay. Did you get? Did it taste good though? Still, like, did you try it out of there? Yeah, yeah, it tastes really good. So the difference I found with the the honey in it was, um, it kind of took away the coriander a little bit. So it was a little bit like the spice is a bit more subtle, and it was a little, little bit sweeter. And that was about the only difference, really. Was it noticeable? Like, could you have two next to each other and go, "This was the honey bottle one, or this was the normal one"? Oh, we could enough. We could probably play. We could probably play that game. I had it, what, three, four hours ago now, so I'm not going to be able to compare them. I'm not that good. Um, ah. But I could, I could potentially put a bit in a, in a bottle and own a glass and see. 
We we have some of this left over too because I've got to obviously do a bit of a. I might even just cap that now. Is that going to be okay to open again later? I've got. I've, I've got... You talking to me or Luke? Uh, I've got either. Heaps. Hey, you got heaps of the wet beer left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in bottles. Uh, like mine is still conditioning. Oh, right, because like this, this yeah. is like. You know how we're so for the listeners and viewers out there, we are doing taking on the homebrew challenge. We're getting through the 120 beer styles. See, I've heard other people say there's 99. We've definitely counted 120, so I don't know who the fuck's right there. Uh, probably not us, but we're doing more beer, uh, so fuck. Anyway, there were some that didn't have a letter associated, but they were different styles. So, like IPA, I think it was IPA, had like seven, but it was only classed as one, and maybe like Keller beer. Had two or three or whatever. I've uh, seen the you... Keller beer, yeah, issue. Yeah. So maybe that's so we, all we the stuff. Added, we added extras. Yeah. Why not though? We well, did this. This ended. Maybe, the... maybe someone just counted the number of styles. Assumed there was three in every category and said because there's 33 categories. Maybe that's why they think there's 99. But I'm, okay, we've broken well. it down and we split them all up. There's definitely 120. If anything, there's more. Historic yeah, yeah. and regional ones that aren't included, so you could even do those ones if you wanted to. But as of the 2015 version, there's 120, and that's what okay. we've got. My my point there was that this is a perfect example, like of I'm not at a wit beer uh, specialist or Belgian beer specialist, but this this man this tastes exactly how I would expect a a wit beer to taste taste you know yeah. what i mean like this is i've had a few like we've, we've all sat down at the the, the beer cafe and had, had a had some beers this is this do is do you work for the belgian beer cafe i'd love to chance. man i would honestly i'd get, get anything done if you know anyone there who you know needs uh needs a uh a fat horrendous working beer lover uh float my resume right across I've, hey you yeah. know before how we said this is a real piece of shit podcast yeah. I made a mistake in the recipe when I was reading it out. It is unmalted wheat that we were using. Okay. Yeah. You know how I was saying before to you, Luke, off air, that we should have some in there? It was because we didn't have we it couldn't in there. Get... No, it was... Um, I had wheat down as just normal wheat, but then I like looked back at my actual brew day notes because that much grain shouldn't... Like, should have a closer... OG just from the brewer's friend spec, so yeah, it should. Sorry, it was unmalted wheat that we were using. So, so because I obviously the know we, what the, the thing we is. didn't get on brew day. The thing we didn't get on brew day was the rice hulls. So, <laughs> well, no, I bought them specifically for that day, and then I fucking forgot when we were mashing in, and I've done it again ever since. Ah, oh. I've got them sitting in a bucket. Oh. Like okay. right behind me, but every time I drag my shit out for brew day, I forget I've got it. I'm supposed to make a white IPA tomorrow, so I'm probably going to forget again. They're purely but just to assist with uh, stuck mashes, though, <laughs> like, aren't they? Yeah, but like using lots of wheat, that's it's definitely a, it could have saved us a whole bunch of times. I mean, the ice cream IPA was probably the worst one we had. That was like the most gelatinous grain we had. We were mashing with about 20 litres of water, pulled the grain bed out. I mean, it was like five litres sitting in the grain farmer. So, fuck, that's a lot, man. Fuck. We had to bloody just stir it and sparge the shit out of it. So, uh, so, so, can I ask, what's what the, besides fermentability, what, what is the unmalted wheat supposed to do versus malted wheat? Like, what's, what's the purpose? 
Oh, me or Luke? Either. Oh, yeah, I'm... Um... Uh, yep, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's just uh, a little bit of the mouthfeel component. I think it might be a little bit more gentle as well in terms of the sort of, I don't know, sweetness, I guess. Like, it's a little bit softer, like, even taste-wise, I guess, but... Okay. I am also, like, doing a bit of research on the side here that's saying you can use regular wheat, if you like, and you keep your specialty malts in the order of 5 to 10%, oats 5 to 10%, so... <clears throat> yeah, I'm reasonably sure that's what's happened. I think I just made a blue when I transcribed this into... Um, into my notes for tonight. Okay, so um, look, to, just to just to round this off, because I'm uh, I'm trying to be very cautious of the uh, the time here, uh, not the time, the recording time. Um, we'll go uh, straight to the conclusion of segment one. Uh, did you boys get what you were looking for with this beer? Like obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Happy with it. Are you frozen? He's there. Luke, use your words. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I already said it, and I, I froze as soon as I said it. You guys, I'm assuming I'm frozen when you guys is on my screen. Um, yeah, I'd say that'd be about about the same yep. time. Um, what yep, would you guys yeah. change? Uh, I like it. I think we got what we wanted. It, it tastes like awesome. I'm, I've just smashed 750 mils of a 4.1 percent, you know, beer in uh, without trying to. Um, what would you guys change if you brewing this again? What what would be something that you'd do differently? Um, maybe we could focus a little bit more on trying to get that uh, FG down a little bit to give it a bit more alcohol. So yeast uh, health or, or more or more yeast? Probably like, just pitching a bit more, more yeast, yeast, but yeah. Um, in terms of actual flavors and stuff like that, I think it's pretty well balanced for what we're looking for. I mean, this for such a like it's a bare bones kind of style. It's like, you know, half wheat, half pilsner, maybe a little bit of you know specialty. There's not a lot of play you really have there. Like, you could maybe experiment instead of using chamomile. It says, um, uh, I got no chamomile by the way. Uh, no, me neither. It's um saying in the guidelines you can use other spices such as chamomile, cumin, cinnamon, grains of paradise. Uh, maybe used for more complexity, but are much less prominent. So, like, I don't know. It's look. This is a real, yeah, like you said, bare bones. There's nothing to hide behind here. If you did a shit job, like you're gonna, mm. you're gonna taste it. Whereas, and this just tastes real clean. This is a really good style. Uh, good, uh, good beer. I wouldn't be fucking around with too many more spices or anything. I think you guys have fucking smacked it out of the park. Yeah, I think keep the ferment temp low where it was because, like, especially with those um Belgian yeast, you get too high. You definitely get the um estuary yeasty sort of you know if you're into that it, it has its place um yeah probably yeah. not required for what we're doing here so look yeah, have you I'll... got any 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 final thoughts mate i'm just trying to not talk too much because mine keeps fucking up but uh i was i was pretty happy with it i would drink heaps of i'm the same i've finished the 750 already um yeah, I've got the... and i can't wait to have some more Fuck yeah. Well, how about we uh, we wrap up segment one there? And Luke, it honestly, it doesn't matter, mate. You just talk as much as you want, like, and we'll get through it. It's, 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 we'll we're, just we're, cut it out later. It's, no, I won't. I'm going to leave it in. It's entertaining. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll Robot wrap segment. 
<laughs> we'll wrap segment one up there and we'll come back with segment two, which is going to be our commercial uh, equivalent. Is it the commercial equivalent with this? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Luke, wouldn't it be a good idea if it was our turn to provide the commercial equivalent for a particular style and then we chose to get a beer of that style instead of just like throwing two random beers together and <laughs> doing whatever the fuck that was? Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a great idea. Well, I hope you did yeah. that. I'm just roasting you, Chris. You had the fucking hardest week to get beers for, and I um. Well, I don't know because should we just we'll sidetrack for two more minutes? Because Luke, you know you have a trouble. I've got a killer beer sitting in the keg, ready to go, and we kind of guess what I found today. I, I, I could get I could get killer beers. I just couldn't get the pale killer beer. So I can get like the the uh, the red killer beer, but not the pale. Mine's okay. I could get where oh you could really. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not what you've got, though. So. You don't I've have got... a red killer beer. you got the pale killer beer. I've got the pale killer beer, and then I'm going to do it. Yeah, so I could get the red one, but that's the wrong one. So, so did you try West Beach Cellars, can I ask? No, I didn't. Guess what they've got? They've got a pale killer beer. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried the internet. Normally, the internet has answers. You know, I'll, I'll give Luke props. Normally it does, but I would have even thought somewhere local would stock something. So, hey, meats, did I. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've got a, they've got a, they, legitimately they got a fridge. Though. They yeah. did not have yeah. dark mold. They told me they did. <laughs> That's the problem. Anyway, well, maybe they're just telling you they got killer beer. Have I you saw it. it? Have you got it? I've got it. Yeah. Just, just for some context as well, for those that are listening here, perhaps even if you've heard multiple podcasts thinking, what are these guys talking about? We actually do put some thought into what we're doing for the upcoming episode. We've kind of thrown this whip beer together in the last couple of days thinking, you know, we can easily get ourselves a nice commercial example. And it's probably the only beer we got ready to drink at the moment, like that we can get to, you know, distributed to the three of us. So, um, yeah, it was meant to be Chris's Keller beer, but... Um, yeah, this is a kind I of last-minute substitution. Up. Didn't get it. No, dude, it happens. Like, yeah, I know. obviously. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> so, it's all awesome. Good. Well, thanks, Apes, for uh, hanging with us for segment one. We'll come back at you in, like, five minutes. Uh, we're not streaming yet. We actually can start doing that now if we're going to be doing this, I guess. But um, if you boys are into that. Let's let's talk about that off air. Um, yes. And we'll come back in five minutes. <laughs> thanks, Apes, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Fuck. I'm trying to think of the other ones that I'm hating on at the moment. There's so many that I'm just I'm just so off Instagram. Anyway, who gives a shit? All right. Who wants to bring us back in? Um, as Hello. a as a safety for this segment and me not being able to like communicate properly, do you, do you want to get the Hoe Garden? website up mike that had some good history on that beer or chris right. just in case it, it, like if, if mine just keeps dropping out and you actually want to get some quality it's got some good bits on it the, the on the slogan, history of it uh, listen look the slogan for year beer in that is quantity not quality all right we just want to get as many podcasts out as we possibly can without worrying about the quality of them 
Okay, why don't we why don't we send this out as like seventeen different podcasts? <laughs> Chris, are you trying to get a rise out of me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, who wants to kick us off? Segment two. <laughs> ah! He turned this thing off. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody, to uh, segment two of yeah, Beer and That. This is uh, episode 204, not 204, season two, episode four. That's right, isn't it? Um, yeah, four? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're back uh, with the uh, commercial equivalent segment of... Uh, our show. So, uh, boys, please introduce the commercial beer and explain why this uh, beer was chosen. I'll give my black background blurred. There we go. Is mine coming up backwards on your guys? Why is mine backwards? No, it's, it's the right way around because well. that's, that's the screen, okay. everybody. Yeah, no, it's all good then. Um, so this one, because it was readily available at short notice in Dan Murphy's, that's why we're drinking this one, and it's a whip beer. That is lovely. Is that it the, is a whip exact... and... <clears throat> It is. Is Because this, this is also at the Belgian Beer Cafe, but it's not the one, one you were thinking It's not? No, 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 no it's, it's called Duval or some shit like that. There's a dark... Line. They serve it in that goblet, but you can yeah. get Hogard and it's in a different. It's in like a different glass. That wasn't what I was thinking of. <clears throat> I was thinking of the blonde. Anyway, uh, yeah, go ahead. So information on uh, on Hogarden and uh, brief history on the brewery, etc. Information on the beer. Let's go. You boys, come at me. Learn me some Hogarden. It's Luke's right. turn. Luke, sorry, and, Luke. Uh, learn me. Yep. <laughs> So, opened up the website, <laughs> first paragraph, loved it. Um, perhaps they had too much time on their hands, or they sick of the sacramental wine. Maybe it was divine inspiration. We'll never know for sure. What we do know is that the Who Garden monks were the first to discover the unique, uh, unique recipe for wheat beer around 1445. So, that's the, that a bit of the history. So, yeah, the monks around Who Garden... Uh, discovered it almost 600 years ago. Um, put it in beer. Those of you who are fans of the show will know that Luke, this is called a callback, gave us some information on more monks what brewed beer called Trappist and that in it. It is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that's exactly monks what he were, said. We're all about brewing. Can I see a theme here? Yep. Monks brew beer. You've just got you, so for the rest of the season, you're just going to have to do monk beer now. You know that. Well, well when we got the last Belgian history, episode, so. I'd say most most of them will. Um, yeah. So where are we at? Uh, so the original. Uh, we are. Uh, fuck, I'm struggling. What? Because you pissed off? Because you're like. Ah, <laughs> uh, because I'm not prepared, so my notes are a mess. Um, they uh, so the, uh, in a Belgian village of Hogarden, a band of monks experimented by adding some oddball botanicals from halfway around the, the world to their traditional wheat beer, <laughs> um, giving 
get a refreshing flavour and uh, captivate, captivating aroma. Uh, so there's refreshing citrus, earthy coriander, and, uh, yeah, it's divine inspiration, they love calling it. So, yeah. Um, as with a lot of beers, though, uh, so this had its, like, kind of peak in the 17th, uh, 18th century. It was one of the most popular beers gone, and uh, World War Two kind of... It kind of died off around uh, World War Two. Like slowly dropped down. And then uh, they brought it back. So the the town of Hogarden, there's a, a bloke there, brought it back, got it popular, and that's why we're drinking it again now. So today, nine out of ten beers sold in Belgium are from Hogarden. Luke, yeah, strangle Got it. Give him a clap, mate. You got that out, and I I am educated on Hogarden yeah. and Chris. Beer. Key points. <clears throat> Comprehension task. What are you making of that? Monks love their beer. They love getting pissy. And when they do, <laughs> they go, it was divine intervention. I'm allowed to do this. That's what's... You're not allowed to brew beer, Monks. Yes, I am. God said I am. That's, Just waking uh, up the next day like, what the fuck was that? Lovely wheat beers that they've mixed with citrus and clove uh, to give us this absolutely coriander. adorable... Is, uh, coriander. Sorry, mate. Uh, to give up... Yeah, that's that... I, yep. I call it cloviness. I'm 100% wrong, but that's I associate coriander with clove, I think. Um, <clears throat> no, yeah. I, I don't associate the two. I call coriander clove. That's what that's. Uh, uh, and they've given uh, us yeah. this lovely uh, yellow beverage. What tastes delicious. Mm. I think even like mm. as much as you were saying it was strange to put like orange peel and coriander into beer, wheat itself into beer is kind of a bit of a funny one because that like from what I've heard before, you know, we're talking, you know, a bit of time ago. It's, you know, a bit of a weird thing to do, I guess, especially in this sort of amount where you'd normally uh, normally chuck barley in there. It's pretty much worked its way into a... Was it, did they just have wheat on, on in excess at the time or what was the... What was the uh, we don't know. Not too sure. Uh, I, I, I uh, didn't have that bit of history, so, yeah. I've got to say as well, I'm drinking this. This is not, and I, look, Hogarden is one of my, so of the big commercial beers, I don't drink heaps. And this is one that when it's cheap on sale by the carton, I buy a carton of this. That does not taste at much different at all to this lovely big bottle. I was going to say it. is a little bit different. Like the aroma's probably a bit more pronounced. But the taste, fuck me. <laughs> Not far off. Corona! <laughs> 14 days. That's why we're over here, not over there. Yeah. Um, yes, you boys agree, obviously. That's a, that's a yeah. universal feeling. Yeah. I think, I mean, uh, uh, that's, that's a pretty good. well-brewed beer. I think, like, just well, comparing it's the two. It's an award-winning beer. So. Yeah, like... Maybe the homebrew tastes a little bit breadier. Um, and, like, you know how sometimes when you drink an actually commercially made brew, it has, like, a bit more sharpness. They hit the carbonation a little bit better. You kind of just know that you're not drinking homebrew. I get a little bit of that, but... Yeah. I, think I don't from... think that their homebrew was homebrew at all. No. I didn't get a homebrew taste whatsoever. 
I think like in the small sample size of like all these episodes that we've been doing so far, this is probably one where it's been the closest to hitting the commercial style, I think. Yeah. And that's not tooting my own horn. I reckon that's we've actually just got to a point where starting to brew beer that done are, a really well keeping it clean. Keeping yeah. The carbonation is the is the thing I think that really turns this beer from a homebrewy beer, yours anyway, into something that's close to the commercial equivalent. That carbonation was... Because if you thumped it with carbonation and it was just like big, large bubbles, like spritzy on your tongue, it wouldn't taste like it does. Whereas yours isn't... Mm. Like I said, it was silky. Like it actually... Yeah. A little bit soapy, like but still still smooth. Like it had that sort of... Uh, the way it stuck to your tongue. It was... Oh, fuck. Man, this is real similar, isn't it? Mm. Like you can, tell, <clears throat> you can tell the difference, but it's close enough that it doesn't matter. Like this no. is this is just on the nose, just slightly more pronounced. That's that's yeah. that's really it. Like, yeah, I think perhaps like just smelling this one and having just drank the homebrew, maybe the homebrew had a bit more of that um, citrus. sort of a bit of a yeah, that perfumey citrus sort of flavor that like. To me, it was a little bit. It feels artificial, but this is just slightly, maybe start slightly thinner. Whereas this maybe has that little bit more thickness. Yeah, that's what it is, I think. But man, that's that's fucking close. Like if you know, I, I'll talk about the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale clone, for example. <laughs> if that came as close as this did to that, yeah. you know. You're not going to pay for another beer for the rest of your life. No. I'm glad you finished that off for me. I didn't know where I was going there at the end. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking, that's great. So uh, do you want to go through the tasting, like the aroma, flavor, appearance, or should we go straight to the CBB checklist? Um, <clears throat> let, I'll, I'll quickly read through yeah, it yeah. and perhaps just like anything we've failed to, uh, failed to talk about, we can just shed a little bit more light on. So this is what the BJCP um, is recommending. You know, suppose we were to judge this beer to style. Uh, overall impression, we're looking for refreshing, elegant, tasty, moderate strength, wheat-based ale. So that's, you know, pretty vague, but also kind of spot on as to what we're dealing with here. Picked all those boxes, yeah. Um, this one suggests perfumey coriander aroma with a complex herbal spicy peppery note in the background, moderate zest of citrus, orange fruitiness, uh, very pale straw to very light gold in colour, a pleasant multi-sweet grain flavour, might detect hints of, ugh, detect hints of honey or vanilla. Um, yeah, hot bitterness, low to medium low. It doesn't really interfere interfere with the uh like the malt flavors or any of the fruit flavors that we're getting mouthfeel medium light to medium body very smooth very creamy we're looking for from the unmalted wheat um a note here the presence character and degree of spicing and lactic sourness varies you do you guys really get much lax lactic on either like any uh, sort of hint of sourness or anything like that no, it says um, one of the, the things that said that you maybe. add lactic. Yeah, I think I've seen similar and as well. And the old styles back in the day, they used to do it, whereas it's less common now. 
Yeah, I think that was actually quite the uh, issue with the initial sort of um, wheat beers that were getting brewed <clears throat> of that age, that you'd get, just because of the wheat, you'd get a bit of um, lactic sourness coming through, but I'm not really getting much here. I get, I get like, the acidic, um, like, saliva in the mouth. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like, you know when you have a wine that's acidic, you get that, your mouth salivates a bit? Like, oh, I kind of like I once get you that, swallow that, that, it takes a little bit of time to come through. Yeah. So yeah. if that's what they mean by lactic, then I, I do yeah. get that. But I think what I initially thought of, and it's because we're getting thumped with them at the moment, is your super sour craft beers that as soon as you crack it, you can almost sniff how sour it's going to be. And that's kind of what I associate with. Like the acid okay. sourness or the lactic acid sourness, but isn't that a? Oh yeah, it's not on nowhere near that that level. Um, uh, this one actually references in the history the city of Ho Garden, like Luke was talking about, sort of pioneering this this style of beer. So it's the style itself being four hundred years old that kind of died out in the fifties and was later revived at Ho Garden, and has uh, steadily grown in popularity over time with uh, craft brewers and the mass market producers as well. So they say ideal, fruity, summer, seasonal beer. I agree. Yeah, for um, both, not just for Hogarden, I think for your homebrew, that was, uh, I think whatever whatever we're ticking off for Hogarden right now, we're ticking off for the, the homebrew too. Yeah. That's yeah, it. I mean, we're or very close, at least. Anyway, we're very close. Yeah, fucking close, man. Yeah, I mean, we're coming out of summer in <coughs> Australia now, so we're probably going to have a bit of a switch in terms of the styles that we're going to be making. But this is probably I've a good one. Got another to... Vienna lager on. <laughs> I've got lagers sitting in my thing at the moment. I'm very, uh, very happy with that. To be honest, as well. Right, you can. I got yeah, a Martin, a Pilsner, and a lager. Yeah, so disregard what I just said. We're going to keep smashing We're the just going to keep, keep going with the summer beers. We'll have the Imperial Stouts ready for for next summer. You know, I've never actually done that. Like, I know that <laughs> we should be getting into the, the bigger beers. I don't think I've ever really done beers seasonally as I should. Have, did you, do you guys do that or...? or... Uh... A you little that bit, I think. It's got a bit of a guide to when they're best to drink, but I, I drink whatever, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. With like the amount of the Cooper's Stout in the middle of summer. Yeah. yeah. I think we're, we're the same like that. Like the time that you've like invested into making a single beer, I think, and I'm probably not alone, is time that you spend thinking about your next creation and... I think you just steadily grow more and more impatient and you don't really care what time of year it is because you know, <clears throat> fundamentally it's going to get drunk. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of got a rough plan. Like when I had got my 40 beers from the draft for this uh, homebrew challenge, I kind of thought, you know, it's going to take me two years anyway. I might as well try to be smart about it. And But then like when you think about it, there's probably maybe like a handful of beers that like, you know, you probably only want to drink in winter and maybe only a couple that you think I probably would have to drink in summer or, you know, that'd be like purely just, it would be nice to have it around then. But the rest of them are kind of like, you just make do whenever it's ready, really. That's, yeah. That's it. I think, I think I missed out on it, but you guys both have, one of you has an autumn beer and one of you has a spring beer or a summer beer or 
a seasonal beer to do. I think I... Yeah, the winter. I think maybe it's Luke that has the autumn one, because that's the one you were going to do. Yeah, I've got, before, I've got right? the autumn one. Yeah. Hmm. Seasons. Speaking of seasons, the CBB checklist is a tool what we use to see how well this beer uh, fits our criteria, I guess, what we've made. Uh, do you guys need refreshing on what those criteria are? We always do. No. We should know by now. <laughs> Accessibility? Oh, so this is for Hogarden, right? Yes. Yeah, it's for yeah buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CBB factor. <laughs> No, 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 it shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, sessionability and then taste and aroma. So uh, regarding accessibility, yeah, it's a tip, well, surely. I'll give it a yes. It's, it's yeah, pretty yeah. available worldwide. You get it anywhere. On price, what are we, uh, what are we uh, talking here? Oh, I, I, money's not a thing anymore, so I just buy things. I don't uh, know You fucking what, when? How, do you, how is money not a thing? <laughs> Because you just swipe your card and things become yours. Luke doesn't have any children. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a ding. You get the double income, no kids. I'm single income with kids. I'm a silk. Yeah. I'm broke. (laughs) Uh, So price... Uh, I know, for example, I, I went like when it's under about seventy bucks, I buy a carton, uh, and for seventy bucks a carton of this, like that's you know, it's in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think they is get that a, a tick is that a half price. mark or is that a? I nah. give that a tick for such a for a high quality, well crafted, two style German. Is it German? Belgian. Belgian beer. Sorry, I uh, that is. I don't know why I thought German, but for for you know for that that is um I think that's a great price considering you pay eighteen bucks a pint at the Belgian beer cafe. What is not sponsoring this episode? Gee, we um, really turned on them. <laughs> uh, like yeah, eighty bucks a carton is brilliant. Um, now the CBB factor, uh, how crafty is it? Is it a good example of the style? Is it pushing boundaries? Has it been brewed well? What do you boys think? Ah. Uh. I don't know if it's pushing boundaries and it's not exceptionally crafty, but it's hitting the style. Yeah. I mean, it's a 400-year-old style. We can't really say it's uh, groundbreaking or anything, but... No. It's well done the way it's been done. I think it's... So I think that CBB factor is, is it a well-crafted beer? Like, can can we we slot it in the acro category? (laughs) I guess. I don't don't think they're cutting... They're not cutting corners to just mass-produce. They're making a... Good quality beer. They're still crafting it. Rad. Sessionability? Hey? Sessionability? Uh, Sorry. Well, this one's 4.9%, so this one's actually in the the range of where they should be. I'd drink heaps of it. That's the thing. It's very deceiving how well it drinks, isn't it? Like, normally when you associate... Like, it doesn't drink like a 5%. No. I'd... I'd, I'd, I'd... Double IPA last night from Pirate Life, for example. You could tell there was alcohol in that. Like, whereas this, yeah. man, I'd, I'd, I've just done seven fifty, and this, uh, what is it, three seventy five, just going down like water. Three thirty is just going down like water. It's a, 
It's a dangerous, it's almost dangerously Hello. sessionable. So yeah, it's the wrong side of the ledger, isn't it? Because I was going to say, like, conversely, Luke and I had some session hours the other day that were three and a half percent that tasted like so much body to them. It was like, oh, this feels like a lot That's more the than it. Fact that that, that. That's the one where it's not yeah. that alcohol, uh, alcoholic, but you're full. Like, no, nah, you could you could almost intravenous this and yeah. Fine. So is that that's a tick for session belly then? You can pound them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Taste and aroma. Does it taste good? Does it smell good? And does it taste and smell as it should? I don't think there's there's not a whole heap on the aroma, but it it does do what it's supposed to. There's that subtle like spiciness and it's just mm. wheaty. Yeah. So like malty. Yeah. And uh, taste taste it nails. I think we've been through that. Yeah. Five out of five, boys. What do you reckon? Have we been tracking the CBB scores so far? Have we had any five stars yet? That's I was about to ask you, boys. I think we get mainly four out of fives. Not mainly, but the the highest we normally go is four out of five. So I was uh, very interested to see if this was our first five out of five. I can go back and listen to everything that we've done. Could you do that now and then just let us know while we're still recording? That's like I I I was uh, I'm doing I'm making a little present for you boys. Get back in segment three. Make them listen to segment three. We'll give you this. We'll give you the answer then. Actually, no, let's go next week. Next, let's month. go through it now because I've got the list in front of me. Fru Kolsch, I reckon that was a four because it missed out on. Um, I think they even went to three. Price. Price. I yeah, I reckon you're three. right. You're right. Uh, Saint Bernardus was also good. One. That was a four. I, think. I reckon that also missed out on price. The Nomads and the ESB from Suburban. Yeah, we didn't really do that, did we? But they wouldn't have been fivers either. No, I don't think so, because they kind of missed the mark for probably... Both. I'd they both say accessibility. Mold, yeah, accessibility with the dark mold was obviously meant to so, um, so first five-star of uh, Season 2 anyway. Nice. I'm not going to go through... Season one well was. We, I, I think we did like fifty-seven hours of garbage there, so it was just. Yeah, we'll leave that. <laughs> You're wrong for even talking about it, Chris, because um, uh, <laughs> doesn't deserve a yeah, mention. Let's leave it. I just um, find other guys <clears throat> smearing our brand. So, uh, <laughs> I'm 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 gonna have to just wipe everything. Anyway, um, did the brewer do well, boys? Is this whole garden a? Because uh, normally this is on the conclusion because we did a lot of SA stuff. I think in season one. So, um, can we just add a bit of a side note here? Is anyone in Australia really doing this sort of thing, dude? I think this is a huge gap in the market. It's kind of niche, though. isn't it? We really need to start doing German, Czech, Belgian style delicious beer and just. Show people what they're well. missing out on, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we, I, I, I hate now the IPA thing. That just pisses me off. Well, boy, are you going to like our next episode? <laughs> <laughs> Three are we going to put the Keller beer back in or are we going to the No, 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 no. We'll do, I'll save some of that. That tasted pretty good out the snipe too, eh? That was, uh, that was yeah. going right, but uh, oh, good. I've had another CO2 issue. Um <laughs> So did the cast agree? Uh, which beer was better? Fuck, that's a Ho Garden versus Homebrew, boys. Oh, Ho Garden's better. 
well, what could you guys do? That's the very next question to yeah, make it closer to the Hogan. This could probably use a bit more specialty mold, I feel. It feels like it's got a bit more going on there. The carbonation we talked about as well, bump it up a slight bit, I think. Uh, if we maybe cut, cut the lime, I think. Yeah. 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 Cut the lime, just orange. Yeah. Yeah. And even dull that back a fraction. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, that's what we were trying to mimic it, and we kind of already said that we're pretty close. So, probably just those few things. Thicken yeah. up the mouthfeel. Yeah. Thicken, thicken up the mouthfeel. Remove that citrus, I guess, uh, and uh, just dump up maybe a little bit more clove coriander on the aroma, and then you've got perhaps, the perhaps, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Luke, you had a little uh, interesting fact oh, yeah. about Ho Garden. I forgot about that. Yeah, so we uh, we are pronouncing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's on the it's on their website. Uh, it's supposed to pronounce it Who Garden. So we've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. I think I did I it you actually... the thing. You said it right at one point, but then you went back to saying it the uh, Australian derelict way. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, the way that it's written, not the way that it's said. Mm. Yes, I just imagine a Dutch person like saying it as well. Oh, garden. <laughs> That's close. That was pretty good, actually. All right, is this um? Are we done and dusted? I'm looking forward to part three. Yeah, yeah, Me we're too. on part three. All right, so let's uh, let's go. Yeah. Uh, Reconvene, go grab your business, and we'll be back in uh, five minutes. All right? Thank you. Hello and uh, welcome back to segment three of 204. Yeah, beer and that. Your boy Luke and Mike, the duds, coming at you from uh, <clears throat> Luke. Where, Luke, where are you right now? You must be on some beach in Fiji or some shit with the reception. Yeah, yeah. yeah from my from my bedroom. <laughs> we have a uh, tonight. Tonight, uh, so segment three was kind of a bit of a change up. Uh, we we did have a couple other things we we're going to do. Uh, I'm very sad that we don't get to do them tonight. That's Mike. That's your. Uh, I was hoping you get your night done. Actually, the. Uh, yeah, I think because like what we were saying before, we kind of had to throw this together last minute to put everything out of whack a little bit. I was going to go through my three beers, similar to what you did. Uh, in the last episode, Chris, your Desert Island beer, your Guilty Pleasure, and your Craft Gateway beer. But really that's all right. To that. I can yeah. still remember which three beers they are, and we can uh, no doubt we'll get together and share them. Again, we're doing this for you. This is for our listener uh, or our viewer. Um, this podcast is for your entertainment. We yeah, get in touch. Let us know what your beers are. Then. What your craft gateway and your desert island beers and your guilty pleasure beers are because we, you know, it's always a good starting point. And I know all three of them shame you and ridicule you. Okay, it's all three pretty much. (laughs) That's going to be a bad podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So what I'm going to put through to you guys for tonight is something that I did in 201. Uh, and that is, I am, uh, I'm giving the boys a, we're playing a little game of name that beer. And uh, me and Mike actually were just talking about this before. So we're, we're both big fans of uh, the Ricky Gervais show, uh, even back from the XFM days. And uh, lovely Carl Pilkington has decided to bring back Blockbusters, Rockbusters, sorry, for 2020 to help get us through this isolation quarantine. So tonight we're going to give you a little Brewbusters. I can't wait. I've got a, I've got one lined up. Uh, I think we'll put a bit more planning into it. We'll make it a bit more of a segment. We might, if you know, if we can scrape two dollars together, we'll get you a prize or even just a shout out Dude, on the so IG I've page actually or something. Been, uh, going through my, uh, I've got about literally like five hundred CDs, and uh, I have a newborn son. Oh, he's six months old now, actually. Uh, so I'm getting rid of a lot of them i might scrap together like a couple i've got like bewitched in five uh you know the very from the very days anyone does actually get any of these then uh we might be able to scrape together a little prize pack or something for them with the some old cds what i have what do you reckon yeah 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 yeah. let's do something like that so um uh that's in place of simo says tonight unfortunately uh i did not do my homework and it was my responsibility so uh yeah, I apologise. So this is a game called Name That Beer. The boys have... Do you boys have the, the beers what I sent you? Yes, and actually before we start, um, Luke, because I will be competing against you tonight, I would also like to verify that you have an untampered, personally labelled... There it is. Um, package hey, in front of you. you got- did I get yours or did you get mine? They both say cunt, so that's... Uh, I think I got yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also blanked out the lid for you boys. Yeah, so it's... you've uh, got no chance of uh, yeah, knowing what, to... what beer at all. Chris, have you got one for yourself as well? There it is. All right, Luke, I just cracked it, mate. Get pouring. Yeah, I've already cracked it and poured it. Head start. Well, I command you to do what I said and crack it and pour it. The lovely uh, 500 mil bottle as well, boys, to give you more mm. drinking pleasure. And it was, uh, I'm, I'm very glad how this tastes and smells because uh, I did, I wanted it in the same genre as of the rest of tonight. I don't want to give yeah. you boys any more help than that. but it's, It smells and tastes European, oh. if that's a thing. This is and like I'm so not I get this. I've got no chance getting this. Hey Luke, can I, I have... offer you some advice, you know, both as a competitor still and a friend. <laughs> don't guess after the second is clue it... <laughs> if you don't know what it is. Granted <laughs> that'll help me. But uh, I say we make a good show. Not this one. To help not you boys right. even more, this Actually, is the last like one we... This is where Are we going to talk through it and we'll try to... Try yeah, to I, no, this is just a little tidbit. This is just a little... Yeah. I have, I've really changed the my, my beer drinking and my beer drinking focus away from the pale ales and the uh, IPAs, which it obviously isn't, uh, to more, more of these kinds of beers. So can we please start with a... Uh, We'll go through the tasting, uh, and I'll, I'll actually bring up my big tasting spreadsheet that I've uh, done. So we've got some tasting techniques. We've got the aroma, flavor profile. 
Would you like me to go through any of that, or you guys are pretty pretty good? You, you know, you're good at this now. Distant sniff, short sniff, long sniff, covered sniff, blah, 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 blah. blah. Flavor profile, malt, yeast, hops, bitterness, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, as soon as I cracked it, I thought you were going to pull a bit of a fast one and have a, a wheat bit. But I think since I poured it, it's, you know, quite clear. has a very sweet, uh, like, malt, like, aroma, I'd say. Uh, amazing, like, white, fluffy head on it. So that's your European beer indicator. Um, yeah, super clear, like a, I wouldn't say it's gold, but it's like around the mark for that sort of color. Um, just the, the taste, the first impression is like, yeah, a little bit of that sweetness that you just smell, but it's also quite a very clean sort of finish to it. Luke, feel free to say anything. Is he frozen or is he just looking at something? Um, I just lost connection for a little bit. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> um, I'll repeat what I said. Um, it's good. Yeah, from from. And it's gone again. Couldn't even bloody land a joke on it either. Should we hide both of our screens so when he comes back, he doesn't? For those of you that are listening, this is this is our idea Luke, of a drug. It's your torture. <sighs> you back, buddy? We do have to remember that this is a podcast as well. By the way, I don't uh, I'm just... we do get uh, a lot. Of, a lot. Uh, the, the views on YouTube are okay, but yeah, we do have to remember most of our our views here are from or, or our uh, hits here are from. Uh, Spotify. Yeah. Um, I, I apologize for that. That was a bit of uh, tweaking the camera at my end there. Um, far out. I get maybe on a second taste a little bit more of a caramel note on the um, on the taste. I'm just going to keep putting this up to the camera. So this is I mate. This I love the the clean crisp yeah smell that you get off it as well. It's uh it's like it's almost refreshing like. Um, mm. It's in the same vein as the Hoe Garden, I guess, the aroma, but less clove, more bready, white, white bread, crisp. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Luke? Yeah, hey, Luke, he's um, back. He's back. All right. Luke, hit us. I'm back. So I've. Same. Potentially working a little bit better. There you go, we got you. And you go. Yeah, okay, all good. We are having some technical difficulties. This isn't the time of COVID quarantine, though, people. So please bear with us in these... uh, You may even be having technical difficulties yourself trying to stream this. (laughs) In which case, we are having no technical difficulties and it's all at your end, but... So, you know, I've been... uh, I know I've talked about it a bit. I was watching Twitch, like, like, effortlessly before this. Bit of Jazz Cook, a bit of uh, Space Pig. Luke comes on with his router from 1999, and we all of a sudden have issues. Yeah, this this dial-up connection. Oh, Luke's a purist of uh, all things internet, and still maintains that dial-up. It's kind of like the vinyl phase you go through. Oh, this is better than you know 
digitally sort of <laughs> like yeah. the word I'm looking for recorded still and like like mastered Trappist music. <laughs> the silence. It's the listeners like, like spare a thought. Square it off or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Are you in a fucking bomb shelter? <laughs> Luke, go outside and sit on the roof. Oh, uh, oh that's brilliant. <coughs> hey, Chris, right. can I level with you? I like my chances of winning Name That Beer tonight. I, I, I do like your chances. So on the aroma, Duds, and Luke, please feel free I'm not to, even uh, going to know what am I guessing. <laughs> he didn't move. Uh. He didn't move. Uh, you look like a fucking GoldenEye character, cunt. <laughs> N64, bro. I'm only getting every, like... 16-bit <laughs> gaming. Come at me. That was funny. Now, I am drinking like a mentalist uh, because I'm trying not to show my actual logo on my lovely Bierstein. Oh, that wasn't meant to be a clue, was it? You were just saying you've got nice, uh, nice glassware to be drinking out of. Okay, is that a... Is that a full one liter stein or is that a um vanilla? I think because Luke has actually dropped out of the conversation right now, it seems like a, a good a time as any. Have you seen the um the steins that I bought back from Germany this year with me? I haven't, dude. They're legit. You Will look you like a... now a, a dude from Facebook, like in your late forties, taking a profile picture. But it's also like your wife's account as well. <laughs> it's like Luke and Jamie or one. <laughs> Okay. Is it is it better now? Yeah, it's way like, better. Too, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so, what you do? I I just turned off my Wi-Fi, so now I'm on the on the mobile, so I'm just eating up data. All right, let's keep it brief then. All right, Luke, what beer is it? <laughs> That's all right. My data resets tomorrow, and I got four gigs. So incorrect. Oh, you got plenty. All right, see you next week, guys. <laughs> right, okay, so aroma, guys. What do we got? What do we got going on here? This is like fucking rad beer for me. It's sweet and malty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. On the mold, we got what faint white bread, biscuit toast, caramel, chocolate, coffee. Like, what do we got? What do we got going on? Caramel, like, like you said, mostly yeah. white bread. I'm picking up on like a very clean, neutral sort of mold. But you do you get that like sweetness, which you know really could come from either. But that's kind of any any yeast flavors that come from. <laughs> Not really. It's nah. pretty clean. The very, the hops, very boys. clean beer. Not a lot on the hop either for me, but... And the bitterness. That's what we got as our low. round of flavor. Right? So, very low bitterness. Have you guys got any idea? I wouldn't even be able to name this style. Is it... I, I don't think you guys are going to get the uh, the brewer. Or even style, we're thinking. Style, like, style's going to be hard. I think even so. Because it's, it's, it is very similar. It's definitely along the same veins as the wheat beer, <laughs> but it's just not, like, it's too clean. and. I don't get as much of the wheat flavour, though. I think, like, yeah. it's got to be some sort of pale European lager. Um, I, I'm just, just amuse yourselves. I'm going to just scroll through the BJCP guidelines real quick. And... Do you want me to tell you something else? This is a little tidbit about this. There is only mm. one brewer... In South Australia, who has brewed this style of beer? Is it you? 
No, no, no. A commercial. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's to my knowledge. To my knowledge, yeah. one brewer only. Yeah, because some of it, like on the back end, I had a little bit of taste that's similar to the Martin that you had on, on tap, the Martziniak or whatever Mart it was. Zeniak, yeah. So I had a little bit of that, but it's not that beer. Can I ask, is sweeter. this is this made in South Australia, or you're just saying this style has been made by? So one like, person no, no, this South is not Australia made in South. Of. This is not made in South right. Australia, but someone in South Australia has actually made this style, and I never thought I would find it. Here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. How are you going for those rare styles in the BJCP, Mike? Well, I was saying I think it's a pale European lager before, and I think Chris's clue that there's only one in South Australia that's someone that he wouldn't have expected to have done it makes me think it's a Munich Hells. Ooh. Do you get like because we've done the yeah. Munich Hells very recently? Yeah. Do you reckon so it's I've, kind of in that vein? Because I'm like thinking Big Shed from the the Munich. Big Shed have done a Hells, and I would not expect them to have done it. Mm. Um, and this is just like a little bit more detective work because we were talking earlier about beers that are available from Chris's local, and he's been you know sniffing around the the European shelf where he's found this Keller beer, and I'm suspecting he's also found something like this i don't think it's a pilsner i think there's nah. a bit more going on with the um there's, the nah, bold flavor going on. yeah i suspect a munich hells or maybe a fest beer i'd say it's more on the multi end than it is the bitter end which makes me think it's category four and bjcp um i don't want to completely rule out a wheat beer but if it was to be any of the ones from that category i feel we'd get a bit more of a dominating wheat flavour. It'd, it'd have more of a mouthfeel as well, wouldn't it? If it was more yeah. beer, wheat beer, it wouldn't... Or Like I said before, a bit cat pissy, but not, you know... Yeah. Not terrible, but kind of... I, I agree. Associated I don't, I don't like think that. we want to rule out wheat beer, though. Well, he did say before that it's going to be similar to... Yeah. He wants to keep the theme from Hogarden. I think it's, yeah. it's going to be, like, on the borderline of <laughs> that... Like you're saying, pale lager, wheat beer. It's going to be sitting on the fence. Something that's okay. in the, almost could be one or could be the other. Well, Which do you want to go on the wheat beer side and I'll go Munich Hells? Yeah, but what would uh, is it just wheat beer? Is that or was there uh, choices in wheat beer that I could you can go like pick from? Weiss beer, dark Weiss beer. It's definitely not a dark. So, one. Well, not a dark one, <laughs> is it? So probably a ten A or a ten C, maybe. Oh yeah, go ten A. I don't know what a ten A is. First of all, oh ten A is Weiss beer and four A is Munich Hells. Are either of those correct? Yes. Oh, even better if you didn't say which one it was. So do you want? I'll tell you who the brewer is who's brewed one of these. The as in the South Australian brewer who's done it. Pick this place. Oh. How long ago did they do it? Not long ago. Not long ago. Okay, I probably haven't been there since. Oh, they did it. They did it when uh, just after we did the podcast interview. Oh, okay. Them. Well, then it'd be the wheat beer, wouldn't it? What type of wheat beer, Luke? Oh, the wheat beer, ten A. <laughs> what type? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. 
for those of you playing at home, it's a Crystal White beer by. I reckon if you let me go, White I would have got Stefana. it as wine stuff, but. I was looking at that one the other. I don't know why I was looking at that one. I think I was looking at that on um, Brew Boys or something the other day. I was going to buy some. These are, this is the uh, self-proclaimed oldest brewery in the world, isn't it? Is that what they they've stick... got? That they have, haven't they? They've got that yeah. title. They, they that's real though, isn't it? Not. I think so. It's like the twelve hundreds or something, like, or maybe it's like the oldest, like, single standing. Continually brewing because a lot of the European ones got wiped out in. Um, the wars, didn't they? World War One, World War Two. Yeah. So can I can I tell you why I picked this beer, right? Because I was actually uh, looking through the uh, the section of the fridge. They have a whole fridge at West Beach Cellars dedicated to these types of beer. They've got a Munich Helles studs. I was going to buy the Munich. That's why I kind of had a bit of a freak out. I was going to buy Munich Helles. A few boys to try tonight because it's similar enough that for you boys might think it's a Belgian. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and then I saw there was three bottles left of this crystal white beer, and I was like, "Well, that's just made, isn't it?" I remember doing the interview with uh, uh, what's this called with uh, Victor's Place, and him telling us that he was about to brew a crystal white beer, and I had to go. Hang on, is that that's a wheat beer or something? With what do you mean crystal white beer? And he had to explain to me what that was, and I felt like an absolute asshole. Coming in as a uh, proclaimed craft beer specialist, asking the winemaker <laughs> what yeah. beer. What's on the way? Because I had their I had their Weiss beer when I was there. That's why as soon as you said Victor's Place, I knew. It was a, yeah, that was a Crystal Weiss beer, man. It's, yeah, it's basically a, uh, a a wheat beer, but filtered uh, to make sure it is clear. Now I can't give you any information on the back of the bottle because it is in. Another language. Uh, you guess. Bayerisches beer. It's got, I'm guessing, a uh, best before date, which is the 22nd of October 2020. Uh, it's a 500 ml bottle, and it is a 5.4% beer, boys. So, what did you what did you think of that? Because this is, uh, I have legitimately moved away from the whole craft beer wall that they have to shop almost exclusively in their German-slash-Belgian-slash-Czech beer fridge. Just <laughs> European beers. Oh, man, they have they have a, a variety of about eight different beers from this brewery that are all fucking brilliant. Like, I, uh, I bought a, uh, a Munich Dunkel, a, a Munich Helles, a Keller beer. Uh, I, the rest eludes me at the moment, but... Uh, for every three of those you buy, you get a free Stein. Oh, uh, so we'll have to get down to West yeah. Beach Cellars. So, what do you reckon, boys? Was that uh, doable, or that, that was a really hard one? That one. Normally, we have uh, an easy beer for name that beer, but uh... I feel I feel a little silly having guessed what I guessed for it because Munich Hells probably isn't that close. But um... I don't think you're that far off, dude. Uh, no, I don't. I reckon after tasting if, if one I, from the if same it wasn't brewery, a wheat beer. It was like that. You're pretty close on the money. In the same genre, yeah. Mm. Like I said, it's the other side of the fence. Yeah. So, no, good yeah. selection, though, Chris. I uh, enjoyed the variety. I enjoy that you're getting into <laughs> different beers now. Well, like my like, 
So I've, I've talked about New Zealand enough times that, like, I, lo- I, I love those Pilsner Lager style beers. I fell in love with them over there. That's all I drank for the month we were sitting there. Uh, and I came back here and we just don't have that, like, on tap like they do over mm. there for some mm. reason. Like, well, no, no one's making good European style beers. They're, like, they're just all really like pale hours, IPAs. I mean, like, I get it, I get you, it. You, you get like, like the main ones, are like West End Drafts, are some sort of lager or hybrid or whatever, and yeah, they're just mass produced or not existent. I just don't mm-hmm. think we've had the exposure to uh, well, Foster's Lager is obviously a big one that we get uh, not over here, but people think that's what we drink here. Uh, that's what people think lager is, I guess. They don't really know what lagers and pilsners are supposed to taste like. and Yeah. Especially German, German, Czech, and, you know, Belgian beers. The few people who go to the Belgian beer cafe. Plug. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> are they, are they yeah. hiring at the moment, Chris? Do you reckon? They, well, I don't think they are because... What's either that or West Beach sellers? <laughs> Hospitality is shut down, dude. But, uh, you know... Um, Chris has been trying to get a job at West Beach Cellars for all two seasons. If they were to give me one, like, I'll take one. But I actually... I was actually... <laughs> just before this COVID started, the, the uh, Belgian Beer Cafe were hiring. So I was going to apply, and then this happened, and I was like, well, that's gone. But uh, anyway, uh, thoughts, boys, on the beer? Like, everything? Like, what's... Uh, I feel like I've talked a lot here. Yep. Whose phone's going off? Because that's who do you reckon, Chris? And he hasn't oh, answered no. any of them. Like My apologies. No, I'm doing, I'm just, <laughs> oh, boys, give me two secs. I'm about to piss my pants, actually. All right, so this is the part where we get to rag Chris, where he doesn't have the opportunity to defend himself. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. No, I like, I like that beer. That was good. Uh. Yeah, I reckon yeah, from a, like a good European brewer. Yeah, I mean these guys because you pretty much tagged along, or well, not really tagged along. We've hit up the Adelaide Beer and Barbecue Fest religiously for the last couple of years, and we we like to give everything a good shake. And I think because these guys have a um, a stall set up there, and they kind of stick out like dog balls because they're not having like you know heaps of merch and all that sort of stuff set up. They kind of just stick to their guns and, like, well, I think oh, it's a bit tacky yeah. that they advertise themselves as, like, the world's oldest brewery yeah. or whatever, but, you know, they do produce some pretty fucking good beer, and it's... They're it's the one that's, like, all blue, isn't it? I'm, I'm just catching up with you. Yeah, I think they normally have, like, a, a crest school. that's, like, blue and white checkered sort of thing, and... Yeah. They normally yeah. stick them in the back corner or something, but man, they they make good beer, and I think a lot of people are missing out by not. If I'm just going to draw back to what we're talking about, we're doing like this brewing challenge where we're making 120 different styles of beer. It's pretty rough that in Australia we pretty much drink maybe ten of those. If that, yeah, maybe ten, dude. Like maybe ten, <clears throat> and we're lucky to be getting into craft. Not we. I'm talking about like South Australia. It's recent history that craft breweries are popping up and you know showing us. You know the problem is that they're showing us like 
the on-trend styles. Like, yeah. fucking neepers can suck me <laughs> right in the end of my dick. I mean, it all, it all has its place, but I think for a lot of people, it, it goes beyond the beer side of things, and you're trying to establish yourself as a business, and you want to try do something, I don't know, I guess everyone's trying to do something different, but it's very much the same. Like, yeah. There are so many parts. Yeah, they're, they're using a different here. hop in the same IPA. Yeah, like who fucking cares? Yeah. yeah, I hope it. I hope it swings the way we want it to swing, and starts introducing some real traditional, delicious styles of beer. Well, uh, we, we've had a couple of lambics and a and a goose. I'm probably going to pronounce that wrong. Uh, anyway, no, you got can, it. Got it, goose. Yep, sweet. Um, and they're just strange styles. Of the sour. plural of guys. One guys, two goose. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where he went with that one. Not educated know. enough for that one. Sorry, Chris. You, you missed me. I did the opposite, actually, of one one mouse, two mice. Ah. One house, yeah. two heist. Because yeah. two goose would be <laughs> two dice. Yeah. Two yeah. dice. Yeah. Are we still filming? Um. Hope not. Yeah, dude, I left that. I left that. <laughs> uh, so what we'll do, uh, so we don't uh, eat up any more of these people's time, is we're going to end this. Thank you for playing. By the way, name that beer, boys. You both failed, unfortunately, but uh, very hard one. Didn't to... Luke get it? No, I got the style. He, he got, got a the bison, and he didn't give you a chance. He got a win. If, if beer we were here act. for another three days, he would have got the the uh, the brewer. I don't understand how Luke's wrong with his guess. Because it's a crystal bison. That's not. But he guessed a Weiss beer. Is, I guess is Luke. Is Cristal Weiss a, a different BJCP? No, no, there's no BJCP style for Cristal Weiss. No. Well, I guess come on. Luke continues his poor his poor form in the uh, name that beer or the part <laughs> freeze in general. So now what we've got Still is zero from all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Brewbusters in it. Drum roll. Who looked at the drum roll? Is that drum rolling? Yeah, brew busters. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who know what uh, rock busters or block busters is, it's that, but with brewers this time. So well, no, it, it needs a better explanation than that. And I think it does because I didn't hear what you guys were talking about before. Automatically, Luke and I are not going to be able to get a guess in this because we <laughs> want to open it up to any listeners. To be able to guess who the brewer or brewery is that we're that Chris is talking about, and we'll reveal the results on our next episode, and then we'll continue to have a few more clues, and we'll build it up that way. And you might get some. What was it? I'll send you a CD and some CDs. stickers or some shit. Do you have any more of these shirts? Uh, shirt? no, I've got uh, some like. Sorry, white sorry, look, it'll have to be that shirt that we send out. Yeah, well, that's okay. This one's got a, a big. Please, old please also remember. Inside. Please also remember. Eight to eight to twenty views, uh, hundred-ish listens <laughs> on the uh, on the old podcast. So mainly people listening without the uh, visual medium. So Luke was referring to a big black shirt with Doc Brewing scrawled across the chest. His enormous Viking-like chest. Still got the tags on it though. So still got the tags. Got to be worth something. So, did you guys Plenty explain that? Plenty of sweat. I haven't watched it. 
I actually haven't got to explain it. So the way it'll work, Chris will give a clue, and I'm kind of hoping, and I'm sure you'll appreciate as you learn the game as well, I hope it's not a good clue. But it'll be some sort of worded clue trying to describe a brewery, after which he'll give the syllables or syllable, and we'll then have the month to get in touch somehow, either through Insta or what else through we got? Through Insta, I've got a, I've got to contact us on the website as well. That website's actually getting getting a lot of hits on the old website now. That uh, it's actually running. <laughs> so if you can get in touch, and if you can guess who it is based on the syllables and the clue, you win the prize. And if we have most people multiple people guessing it correctly, Chris, we will decide by first in best dressed. No, in the no. words of Carl Pilkinson, I don't want to be fucking rushed. Uh, I'll do a random. I'll, I'll use some RNG or whatever. Whoever whoever gets it right will. Uh, right, I'll, uh, I'll put you in an RNG thing and I'll pick. Look, refrain from guessing who this is, because uh, we are uh, not allowed. Budweiser. No, it isn't. Uh, that would have been sad yeah, we, if it was. Some, you would have. That would have been in the states. Who listen to this? Should I? Should I say? Should I give them a hint? No, no, no clue. Okay. So this is, is the rock. This is the rockbuster. Nope. Brewbusters. The Brewbuster for today, for the next month. Ready? So, Snow White and that, right? Her mates. She she was uh she was rocking around in her castle, whatever she's got. Opened the door. Grumpy and uh, sneezy. They were uh, knocking boots. That's it. Snow White Initials. and her friends. No, no, Snow, no, Snow Wright was just like rocking around, right. around her castle, having yeah. a look around. Her friends, sneezy and sleepy or whatever, she went to see how they were going in their bedroom, opened the door, found them uh, knocking boots. Initials. Initials LB. I got that very early. Right. If anyone else <laughs> <laughs> has it, Please send through the uh, either send me an email, Chris at craftybanter.com. Craftybanter.com, the website, there's a contact us, let me know, or on Instagram, let me know which brewery that is. Uh, Snow White was knocking around her castle, walked into one of her mates. Two of her mates. Two of her mates, sorry, old sleepy and uh, sleazy, and uh, found those two knocking boots. Which brewery is that? And it should still be. I'm, right. I keep looking at you, Mike. I'm waiting for you to tell me that I've done something wrong there. Is no, no a... I reckon you've nailed it. I've got it too. Can... It's, yeah. it's good. Yeah. The initials just confirmed it for me. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave that for this week. This month. Sorry, this month. This month of April. 4th, 204. Very easy to tell. 204. April podcast done and dusted. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, boys, for hanging with us. And uh... no shout-outs this week either. No one's been in touch. I assume everyone's been laying low and not wanting to make fun of the size of my head this month. So thanks. Everyone's, everyone's just been you know too busy. I think I've actually got some stuff on the Insta. I just can't be asked with Insta at the moment. Fair enough. Is that because you got booted again, or no? I got booted twice, and to be honest, I'm just I'm sick of the people on there. I, I agree. Insta is fucking terrible. But yeah, so if you know the answer to Brewbusters, hit us up on Insta and we will get back to you right away. No shout outs. Still a big head. 
doing IPAs next month, our first crack at American beers. It's going to be a good one. We're all doing our own thing. We're probably going to be in isolation again. <laughs> hopefully I can <laughs> maintain a connection. Oh, Honestly, Luke, you're going to have to plug it into a, something because... I'm going to make sure no one's working. using the, the home phone so the dial-up is on point. That's it. No one call Luke's house next month. <laughs> he needs the bandwidth. There's <laughs> bit rates dropping as we speak. Thank you so much for hanging with us. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Okay.